Hello, ladies and queens. Thank you for joining in to this week's episode of the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I thank you all for tuning in each and every week for my loyal listeners. Hey, girl. And for all my new listeners, welcome. Um, And I just want you to know that this is a place of um, safety. We are safe here. This is a safe community. This is a community where we're transparent. We keep it real. Um, And we are here to learn, to grow, to heal, to be edified, encouraged, empowered. And so this is a place where this community's um, mission and vision is for us to be free and be whole. We are tearing off these labels, okay? Okay, we tearing off these labels that don't belong to us, these labels that take away from our identity and and our worth, these labels that we have adopted, you know, that were put on us, that we put on ourselves, that our past experiences put on us, whatever it may be. But anything that um, is in uh, contradiction to who we really are, anything that is um, taken away from our value and our worth, that don't belong to us. And sometimes it's difficult. To, to recognize that and sometimes it's difficult to to know how do you get rid of it right how do you break down your um false uh, your wrong belief system how do you uproot um some of these um wrong beliefs you have even just about yourself or e- even about things like relationships and sex and um money and just um you know uh family and you know even even christianity whatever it may be so um this is a place where we are here to be challenged because that's the only way we can grow sis okay so i hope you are um ready we about to go on a journey today we about to talk about something that is very undertaught most of us don't know and those of us that do i'm be grateful and thankful that that you have this understanding and this knowledge because most of us don't and so today's episode is called sex sales Yes, I said that. Sex sells. We are all adults here, and I can only assume that um, some of us have had sex before, right? And or some of us are thinking about having sex, and maybe some of us had sex last night or this morning. However, um, regardless of the circumstance or your personal situation, um, sex is a topic that um, sometimes gets so... um, taken out of context or is taught so wrong or not taught at all which was my experience so um just want to jump into it so yeah sit back put your seatbelt on because we about to go on a ride on this episode right so um i want to set the foundation first and foremost um sex is not what we think it is um especially if we've not been taught really the truth about sex um and the purpose of sex right um god created sex he did he created it to feel good he created us to enjoy it that's why when we have it we do if it's done right we it feels good right and he created it for us to um, be able to um, procreate to um you know bring forth life to be fruitful to be to multiply that is one way that we are to do that and then you know he created it for us to consummate our marriages so in the bible um we know that marriage is talked about and also we know that even sex is talked about um in regard to marriage and it is also talked about in what you should not do um but when it comes to marriage um weddings are not highlighted so much in the bible 
and but we know that they they happened we know that um you know they that people were having wedding ceremonies because jesus first miracle was at a wedding he turned water into wine so we know there is significance in a wedding ceremony but a wedding ceremony is really for the earth for the land for whatever the law of the land is whatever the culture is whatever you know uh the belief of whatever the requirement is for for where where you live your society your culture your community whatever that is what a a wedding is for a wedding is to legally to identify now that i have went through the process through the proper protocol to be legally married to this person that's what weddings are and that's what um a marriage certificate is for plain and simple not that it's not biblical or not of god it's just that that is not really how God looks at what defines a person to be married. How God defines a person to be married is when you, A, profess, you know, in in that, in legally, in the land that you live, because he told us to obey the law of the land. However, what really consummates marriage to God is when you have sex with your husband and and what after you get after you go through that um ceremony when you have sex that is really what makes you married to god so basically sex one of sex main purposes is for you to now come become one with your spouse so the bible says um that for this reason a man shall leave his mother and fa- his father and mother's house and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. They are no longer two, but one. And the way that they become one is when they have sex. Because when you think about it, physically, when you have sex, it's like you become physically one because now the man has to enter into you as the woman. You have to receive him. Your bodies are close, you know, um, in most cases. And like, you know, you are very um, physically wrapped around each other right you're physically becoming one with this person you're physically you know entangling yourself with this person during the physical act of sex well in the spirit that's what happens but the problem is when you stop having sex physically you did not stop having a being entangled and becoming one with that person spiritually and that's the thing we don't be that we don't be understanding. So the the point of me saying that is the reason why sex is so powerful and so important is it is because it is the way that we really truly starts to entangle souls with another person. We create a soul tie. And your soul is your mind, your will, and emotions, right? It is it is your 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 psyche, if you will. And so that it involves your mind it involves your heart right and so when you think of a tie think of envision a knot right think of a rope and you are tying two pieces of rope together with a knot and then once you tie the two pieces of rope together and you and, and you knot them nine times out of ten is really hard it's really difficult to now separate these pieces of rope because of the knot Sex is like the knot. Once you have sex with a person, it is very difficult to be untied and unyoked to them in the spirit. 
What do I mean? Yes, physically. You can have sex with somebody. You can have one night stand, never see them again. And you like, oh, that was nothing. It was just sex. Oh, well, I had a great time. Blah, blah, blah. Carrying on. Because you have physically now disconnected yourself from them. But spiritually, you didn't. Because the way sex is designed, the way God designed it, is it's more of a spiritual um, transaction than it is a physical one. This is why you can have sex with a person physically and you cannot even like them or have no type of, you know, desire to want to be with them. And, and you just look at it like it's an act of sex. But God doesn't look like at it like that. And the spirit realm doesn't look at it like that. So it's like every time you have sex with a person, you create in that soul tie. And so now you have been yoked. You have been connected. You are entangled with a person. You have given a person a piece of you and you've received a piece of them. And now you created an open door. So now that this door is open, that means whatever that's attached to you or whatever's on your life is now, um, it has now able to connect to them and whatever is connected on their, on them and whatever's on their life is now able to come and connect to you and and come and be attached to you so now you now not only are you tied together um in your mind your will your emotions your psyche you're also creating an open door and giving access to whatever that's on you whatever anointing whatever blessing or even something that is not good you know that like that's attached to you is now going to get attached to them and vice versa so that is really why sex is very um, dangerous when it's not done properly or when it's not um, done within the boundaries in which it was created, which is marriage. So we don't recognize that every single time we have sex with a person to God and in the spirit, you marry them, period. Whether you know them, like them, care for them, was in a relationship with them, was in a situationship with them, whether it was a one night stand, whether it was just friends with benefits, whether it was a booty call, whether you never see them again, does not matter. You married them in the spirit. And so now you find yourself in a situation, right? Because <laughs> I know I've been here. And, and I'm just now really learning about some of this um, based on experience. You know, a lot of what I'm about to say is not necessarily just based on something I read, something I uh, researched or something that I heard. It is because what was revealed to me through my own experience. And I'm going to get to that because I want y'all to have a really clear understanding of what I'm saying, because of what I'm saying may be foreign to you right now. Maybe you never heard of it because I didn't either because I grew up in a household where nobody was talking about sex. Nobody was talking about um, um, you know, the birds and the bees to me. Nobody was talking to me about my body. No one was talking about me about my virginity or nothing like that. So my first teachers of sex was perversion because I was molested at a very young age. And then my second teacher was perversion because then I stumbled and started masturbating. My third teacher of sex was perversion because I came um, start, um, got exposed to porn. So now I have this foundation right i have this this construct this belief system around sex that is all rooted in and based on perversion but because i had nothing else to um to 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 come against it or to you know to 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 challenge it that's what i believed because that's all i knew so for me i grew up thinking sex really was just sex or you know you just have sex with people or sex was what I saw on porn 
or you know sex was selfish and just about me and me wanting pleasure because i liked it to masturbate and i really just wanted that feeling that release right so that was really my foundation my thought process my ideology my philosophy of sex it was all based on perversion and so i went through life just with this belief and with this understanding of sex and then as i grew and got older i got around different friend groups and you know as women we talk we chit chat about sex our sex life and then I, I recognized that a lot of other women had the same belief as me and they they viewed sex the same way sex was not that um it, it wasn't it was like sex didn't have a lot of meaning to it it was almost like sex was just sex it was just a part of life it was normal routine you get in a relationship or you like a boy or you want a boy to know you like him um yeah sex with him and that was that you know you could have sex with multiple people and it would be like it's nothing you know what i mean like it was just sex right and so that's that made it even more like oh okay this must be the correct way to view sex and to understand sex and that was my belief for a very very long time that was my belief for a very very long time i had no understanding of anything else and i never was taught anything else and it wasn't until i stumbled across a video um in 2017 2018 somewhere around there i'm not really sure maybe it was like 2016 it was like 2016 or 2017 2018 however it was a pastor and he was um teaching a series on sex and dating and the 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 video that i particularly stumbled across he was talking about sex and he was breaking it down sex first of all it was intriguing to me because i had never seen a pastor heard of a pastor even talking about sex okay um i had been going to church for a very long time and um at even at that point never did i ever go to church one time and hear a pastor really talking about explaining giving understanding practicality breaking down sex its purpose you know what happens during sex why that happens what that means none of that the the most i would hear would be don't have sex or you're gonna burn or having sex and you're not married it's fornication and you you sin and you're gonna burn whatever but it wasn't never no um context put around sex in reality truthfully so that was like interesting because i'm like wow this man this pastor really is breaking down and really talking about sex in a way that i had never heard especially in church and let me let, let me give this disclaimer right now um this podcast is not solely for christians or believers no now am i a christian and a believer absolutely but i am a person i'm a woman and so this podcast is for women what regardless of what you believe and yes um the principles and the and the um and 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 the you know the context is going to come from biblical principles because that is my belief that is my foundation that is my standard that is my truth and so um it is going to be built upon those things however this this what i'm saying or this revelation this information is um for any woman and any and so it we all can relate to something something that i might be saying we all have some similar type of experience um or we all have a have something we may need to be healed from or you know that some false belief that we are believing or some lack of knowledge or whatever it is so i want you to to be encouraged to know that even if you believe something different even if you don't know the lord or you know you're not a christian or whatever that doesn't mean that this information is not to for you and that you can't benefit and it's not applicable for your life because I'm not here to make nobody a Christian. I'm here to help you to be whole, to be free. That's the goal. So I, I just want to say that. 
because I know sometimes people can hear um, Bible or God or, you know, different things and assume that, oh, well, this is just for Christians. No, ma'am, I want you to be clear. This is for you if this is what you need. Carrying on. So um, he gets to talking about sex and breaking it down, right? And he began to talk about um, how the physical act of sex is not the only thing we get and not the only thing we experience that we also get and experience something in the spirit realm Hmm. what is the spirit realm the spirit realm is the unseen the spirit realm is what's all around us all the time it's very active it's very real we just don't see it um and so he got to talking about soul ties so i was just like well what is the soul tie so we just broke that down um a little bit ago but however he got to talking about um just what happens when you create a soul tie and so that is really where the um, this the title sex sales come from, because he really began to to give context and understanding around how, what really is happening in the spirit realm that we don't see. And we just we take it for granted. It's so nonchalant. And a lot of times it's just because we're just ignorant. We just don't know. And so he was like, basically, number one, every time you have sex with a person, you form a soul tie with them. So, yes, you've intermingled with their soul. You gave them access to your soul. You have become one. And and technically, spiritually, you've married them. So a lot of people, a lot of us women who desire to be married, who wait for our spouse, those of us who are Christian, we're praying for our spouse, whatever the case may be. And we're wondering where he at, why it ain't happened, you know, what's taking so long. It's because we married. We just don't know. We married to every single person we had sex with already and we don't understand that. And so um, there's also something that's called a spiritual spouse that is that then is created because when you connect with a person after having sex or actually during sex and you create that soul tie, you also create an open door. So that means whatever that is attached to that person, whether it's good or bad, or whatever is attached to you now has access to go from you to them or them to you. And sometimes people have things attached to them that are not good. Um, And so now you can come into agreement with whatever that they have on them. And then you can also um, come into agreement with a spiritual spouse. And so the spiritual spouse have legal rights to you and spiritual spouses in particular hold people up from getting married they destroy marriages they hold people up from um, getting into relationships because legally in the spirit you are in covenant with this spirit right with this spiritual spouse and we don't know that because we don't understand the spirit realm and we don't know what actually happens in in the spirit and or even um during sex and so um this is why God created sex in the context and in the boundaries of marriage. Because the idea is you are a virgin as the woman. The man is a virgin. You've never had sex with nobody. You don't have any soul ties. You don't have any open doors. Y'all come together and y'all become one during sex, right? Now y'all have a healthy soul tie, you know, now you don't have to worry about all of this unnecessary baggage or unnecessary, uh, you know, issues that um, a lot of us have to deal with because we have had sex with multiple people and we didn't understand what we were doing. And then we didn't understand how we got to go and undo things we did, even in our ignorance. Because the thing about it is 
you don't have to know for it to still be real or for it to still be true. So you don't have to know that there's a spirit realm. You don't have to know that there's such thing as a soul tie. You don't even have to know that God created sex. You don't have to know that sex was created to consummate marriages. You don't have to know any of that for it to still be real and true. And so a lot of us have, have created soul ties by having sex with multiple people or any form of sexual activity, right? And so, you know, as he's going through this stuff, like, I'm getting freaked out because I'm like, wait a minute, this don't, this is crazy. I've never heard of this. What does this mean? Because at the time, I'm actively having sex with the guy I'm with, and I'm like, hold up, hold up. You know, then I got to thinking like, dang, I had sex with quite a few people. What does this mean? So then it was like, after that, after that, um, that time where I watched that video and he was speaking about these things, it was just like little things started coming up more and more that was actually confirming what he said so i was just like oh man this is crazy i started to hear more people talking about sex and soul ties and um spiritual spouses and you know what it really means and how you're intermingling your soul you becoming one and every time you have sex with a person you're creating a soul tie this is why you can have sex with a person and all of a sudden you start noticing like you your emotions changing your your characteristic your your attitude is changing maybe that person struggle with anger now you find yourself getting anger a little more easily maybe that person struggling with depression you find yourself being a little more depressed a little more down maybe that person always stressed now now you feel yourself being all you know stressed out or maybe that person struggle with anxiety or maybe that person have whatever and all of a sudden you feel like you you start seeing that maybe you're starting to experience that thing and so sometimes we we uh, brush that off and we look and, and we say, maybe it's just because I'm just around them all the time, right? But no, no, boo-boo. It's because once you, if you have sex with that person, or even if you're in that, a very close, intimate relationship where that person has access to your soul, it's it's probably just because it's a soul tie there. And so um, that is one thing that is very important because that is really what happens also if that person has like is in agreement with something because again people do a lot of strange things like and i don't think we be, be really real about that like there are people who really like worship demons and devils there are people who practice witchcraft there are people you know who conjure up spirits there are people who do a lot of things it is their practice it is their belief there are people who do all kind of things and anytime you're doing something that is that is evil or you know demonic in nature that is involving you know um you know anything dark you in agreement with that so then it's like or say they slept with a person who was doing that because they they created a soul tie with that person. Now that what was connected to and what was an agreement and what was attached to that person got to them. So it's so so what's happening is every time you're you're having sex with somebody, you're not just having sex with them. Now you coming into agreement and having creating soul ties with everything and everyone they got soul ties with. So it becomes this intricate web of of chaos, right? And then that's why over time you can just you 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 start feeling like you just you just like feel like you your mind like in your mind you just unstable in your mind your thought you know like you you start feeling like you're not yourself right a lot of times we don't recognize that or notice that initially because it don't happen like overnight it's like a subtle thing but that's really what's happening it's like not only are you having uh, an agreement with that individual 
you're now having an agreement with everybody they in agreement with. Because if you having sex with a person that has sex with multiple people, they got multiple soul ties. You got multiple soul ties. Now y'all just coming together and just creating soul ties. And that's basically what's happening in the spirit. So I delay that foundation. So the reason why this episode is called Sex Sales is because in particular, when we have sex outside of the boundary of marriage, right? Now we are doing it illegally. Now we are really um, opening ourselves up to things that we would not be open to. We're creating soul ties. We're creating open doors. But what's really happening is that we are now selling things and we don't even know it. What do I mean? In particular, if you are having sex with a person, you're giving them a piece of you. What is that you're giving them? Yes, you're giving them, you know, pieces of your your mind, will, and emotions. But guess what? It, it, you have you have a purpose. You have an identity, right? You 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 have things that are very valuable. And when you have sex with a person, you giving that up too. You have a destiny. You're giving them a piece of that too. You have a calling of your life. You're giving them a piece of that too. And so you don't even understand because most of the time when we're having sex with multiple people or more than one person, it's, it's number one, it's because we don't understand or have not been taught properly about sex. We're not properly educated. Number two, a lot of times it's because we lack our value. We lack um, worth. We lack self. We, we, we don't we have low self-esteem. We don't look at ourselves as valuable. So we don't understand that we in and of ourselves we have value and those things that God placed in us from the foundation of the world. Are valuable and so every time we have sex with a person we giving them a piece of that you giving them a piece of that purpose you giving them a piece of that gifting you giving them a piece of that calling right and and, and and so when it's done illegally it's like really it's like you're selling it because now whatever they're attached to or whatever they're in agreement with you know has access to that and also I'm gonna just be frank we, we give the enemy you know, those of us are believers. We know that we have an adversary, an enemy. A lot of people give him all kind of names. The most, uh, the the most standard name is the devil. However, it don't matter what his name is. The fact is, we have an enemy, and that um, anytime we do anything that is sin, anytime we do anything that is against God, it is of it is of the devil, and then he has a legal right. He has access now to come in. We created an open door. And so he has access to come in and to wreak havoc or to bring destruction and chaos into our life. And so now we don't just come into agreement with what that person is, is attached to. We come in agreement with the enemy. And now he has access to that gift that we, we were that valuable gift that we have, that valuable purpose that we have, you know, that valuable identity that we have, that valuable destiny that we have, right? He has access to it now because we have now willingly come in agreement with him by, by doing the things that, that are, uh, conducive to invite him into our lives that's why the bible tell us not to give the enemy a foothold what that mean is don't give him an opportunity to come in how do you give the enemy an opportunity to come into your life by sinning by doing anything that is outside the will of god outside the you know the bound the 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 the, the um boundaries the laws whatever how you want to call it 
of God. And then you have some people be like, well, that's why I want to be a Christian. It's too many rules. It's not necessarily rules. Those, they're boundaries. They're, they're protective. Because if we did what the Bible said, if we did not ever have sex until we got married, a lot of us wouldn't be in the situations we are in today. We wouldn't have a bunch of illegitimate children that are growing up in broken homes that don't have a father or a mother in the home. We would not have te teenage pregnancies. We would not have, you know, um, all these diseases, sexually transmitted diseases running rampant. You know, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems and issues that we see today in our communities that just are a result of our ignorance and our bad, poor choices regarding sex. And so... I started to think about that like oh man wait a minute so I'm selling things that are valuable because I don't know they're valuable because I don't know I'm valuable right so I'm like that's that's interesting so then God really started taking me on a journey and in this journey he started really revealing to me how real what I'm telling y'all is and so now I'm about to give y'all my testimony um, I often talk about this last relationship I was in and I, I try very hard not to make it seem like I'm blaming him for everything, um, that I'm bashing him, that I, that, that every, you know, um, that, that he is the sole reason for all of the plight, chaos, trial, storms that I've experienced. Cause that's not true. Um, again, I, I'm my own individual. I sin, I make bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like, and we have to reap the consequences of our choices, whether the consequent is a good or bad one. So I want to take full responsibility for my, 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 uh, for, for, for my doing, you know what I mean? But however, uh, he has his, he has his, his, his fault in, um, things that transpired during our relationship. And so I'm going to be very clear that God gave me every sign every red flag all the color red flags he sent people to tell me all kind of things um in the beginning of the relationship and even throughout throughout the relationship and um I just chose to ignore it for whatever reason um I wanted what I wanted you know what I mean I was so broken so desperate that I thought that this relationship with this particular person was going to fill that void so I just was trying to like put a band-aid on a wound that really needed surgery and I just decided to overlook all of these um warnings and stuff because I just really didn't first of all I didn't understand at that time I didn't have really the understanding and revelation I have today um so I was just doing what I always had done if I'm honest because we're creatures of habit I meet a guy, if I like him, you know, I kind of want to see what it's about. Um, we start talking and then next thing you know, we either having sex or we get into some kind of relationship and it just goes from there. That was kind of like the, um, the pattern for me. So it was not abnormal, right? So it was very easy for me to overlook and ignore the signs because this was something I always done, you know what I mean? And then this particular person, I had history with him because we used to be together. We were in a full relationship when I, back in the nineties, you know, when I was a teenager. So that made it even easier. And back then the person he was, you know, I, I just assumed in my uh, mind that he was the same person. So I was just like, just so focused on what it is that I wanted and needed that, you know, anything else really wasn't that it wasn't relevant to me. So needless to say, um, I made my own choice. And I suffered and the consequences and paid a whole, whole lot of costs for it. And so, um, you know, we get in a relationship. The relationship from the very beginning started off bad. <laughs> 
Started off on a bad foundation. It was unhealthy. It was toxic from day one. It was never anything about this relationship that was healthy. We were two individuals, both of us, who were unhealthy, trying to make a marriage and trying to make a relationship. And it just ended in chaos, right? But anywho, uh, just to make a long story short, I started experiencing a lot of things during our relationship that I didn't equate to have anything to do with him in particular. Um, that I just uh, thought was just happening. And so I was just going through it. Um, but I started to like question and wonder, you know, certain things. And, uh, and I started to feel in my gut, right? You know, as women, we had that intuition. We'd be having that gut feeling, you know, sometimes we ignore that. You know, we can't do that. We got to stop doing that. We got to start trusting ourselves. We got to start trusting that gut feeling, you know, because a lot of time that's an indicator, you know, our, our we're, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, get our own attention and say, wait a minute, we need to, you know, something ain't right here. But anyway, um, I started to just kind of look at things like, because I started having weird experiences with him in particular. Um, and I started to having weird, ex- weird spiritual experiences with him in particular. So because I really was ignorant about the spirit realm, I was ignorant about, you know, really that it's real, that it, that, that, you know, there are really spirits, there are really evil spirits, all of that, how they work in the um, natural, you know, and all of that. I was real ignorant to that. So I didn't really know, but I started to question it to myself, like, wait a minute, like, this is weird. And so, um, again, just to make a long story short, um, being in that relationship, I lost so much, right? Ultimately, I lost myself. Now, I already was in an identity crisis before I got with him. By the time I got myself out of this relationship, honey, I was even more lost, more confused, you know, just, just more broken, seriously and so um while I was in the relationship I didn't see it that as much it w- I couldn't put my finger on things um things just didn't make sense but I knew something was wrong but because I, I thought I loved him I wanted to be with him I ignored so many things right I just put it out of my mind I put it aside and I just said to myself like that nah, that can't be real that don't make sense maybe I'm too spiritual you know maybe you know I'm looking too deep into things you know what I mean like I started doubting myself and so um needless to say by the time I really was able to get um untangled duh <laughs> untangled from him which took a long time because that's the thing about a soul tie a, lo- a soul tie is strong it is powerful that's why it's really meant for marriage because once you are joined together the bible says what man what god has joined together let not man separate so the whole purpose of a soul tie when you have sex and consummate your marriage is because they're now you're 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 one and you're not supposed to be broken you're not supposed to get a divorce or you know separated for no reason so that's why soul ties are so powerful and, and, and they're very difficult to undo when you realize you have gotten yourself into a unhealthy one however when I started coming out I started to get more clear about things and one thing that started really to be illuminated to me is in this relationship in this last four years in particular I was the most confused that I have ever been in my life I lacked the most clarity. I lacked the most focus. I couldn't produce. I wasn't productive. I was the most stressed. I was the most depressed. I was the most 
hurt. I experienced the most pain. I lost the most money. My children's attitude started to decline, started getting um, getting worse. My um, middle son, he started to shut down. He wouldn't talk. Um, the atmosphere of our household got very negative. I started having more spiritual um encounters and and attacks in my sleep in my dreams i started having more night terrors i started having more nightmares i started to be more have more fear i used to be afraid to be in my own house now i've been living in my house uh 13 years i ain't never been afraid i could be in that house in the whole pitch black dark and be fine but for whatever reason, I started to be have so much fear. I used to be scared. I used to keep all the lights on. I used to be scared to go to sleep because then I would have these attacks and these things in my dreams. Literally, I started having the most perverted dreams. Now, I'm going to be honest. I was already struggling with perversion and lust because of my own choices and my own lifestyle and the things that I was, you know, exposed to. And when I was molested and um, when I was raped and, you know, uh, it already created, you know, an open door for lust and perversion. However, being in the relationship with him alone, I had the most perverted dreams I ever had in my life. I had the most dreams where I would wake up and it was like something was having sex with me in my dream. And it was like something was really having sex with me in real life to the point that I was fully aroused to. I would come not lying. During this last four years, I experienced two attempts on my life. The day, not even 24 hours after we got a marriage license, I was in a horrific car accident. I have photos. There's documentation. Serious. I'm not making this up. I'm not going to lie on nobody. I'm not going to get on this podcast and just make something up just for uh, views or for no for, for people to listen. I ain't going to do that. I got other things to do with my time. I'm telling y'all my life, what I was really living. You know, I almost died. I thought I was dead. I, I, I just knew I was dead. The, the accident was so bad. You know what I'm saying? Then I turned around in 2019 on my way to have a routine surgery and had anaphylactic shock. Something I never had in my whole life. I never had anaphylactic shot. I was never that allergic to any medication ever in my whole life. My anaphylactic shock was so bad. It was so horrible that I was told by the anesthesiologist and my, my neurosurgeon, they have never in all of their years of medicine seen anybody have anaphylactic shock like me. It was the worst. I had no pulse. I was not breathing. My heart rate was going down past 50. I was dying. I have a whole, I have a whole um, uh, uh, surgical report at home right now that that is saying just that I was I almost died I was dying, period. So many things I experienced in this last four years, and I kept really just thinking it was just stuff. Honestly, I just thought it was just things. It was just life happening. Maybe, you know, for whatever reason, I felt like maybe, you know, something was coming against me, you know, whatever. But I never really wanted to believe it had anything in particular to do with him. So now as I have come out the relationship and got more clarity and um, now I'm not so um, entangled with him, the Lord was able to reveal to me it every. It had absolutely everything connected to him. Every storm, everything that was connected to him, that was attached to him, ended up getting connected and attached to me. So I experienced storms and chaos in my life that I wouldn't have experienced 
had I not been attached to him. And again, I'm not blaming him in and of itself because I don't know if he knew he got the was attached to these things because here's the thing sometimes people don't know because maybe he was had sex with someone or was attached to someone in his past who who caused him to you know be now you know attached to these things or maybe it's something he was doing now because I don't want to get all into it you know I really don't it is deep and I do know for a fact he does know um and he has said it to me you know multiple times I'm not making nothing up on this man however I just refuse to believe it right there's times where <laughs> where this the things that was attached to him would, would just be made very clear they would be revealed to me you know he would say things to me his himself but I was so being I was so um bewitched if you will because that's another thing when you are having a soul tie with someone and if they are you know having any influence over you it's like now you become under it's almost like you're under a spell where you don't think clearly you don't see clearly you know what I mean you're so confused confused during the days you know you can't gather your thoughts you know it's like and even when you start looking or trying to think or figure things out it's like so much more confusion comes so much more doubt comes and it was like I just couldn't find myself I, I was so unclear I was so cloudy it just it was so weird right and it wasn't until I started to try to untangle and undo this soul tie where I started to be able to start thinking clearly and God had to reveal to me it was that was the reason why it was times people listen to me. It was times I would pray. It was times I would fast. It was times that I would just literally just lay out before God in desperation because I started feeling so conflicted. I used to feel like because at one moment I was positive. I thought it was God. I thought God sent me this man and he was my dream man. And this was God's, you know, uh, will and blessing for my life. So at, at, at one point I felt that. But then as as things started going on and things got bad like horrible I started questioning God like Lord why would you do this to me why would you give me this man what why would you want to hurt me like this like because I still felt like it was God but then I was like well God why would you do this to me because this ain't this don't feel good this was it was destroying me it was tearing me down it was breaking me down I'm telling you it's times I couldn't get out the bed it is times I cried 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 till I had a migraine till I had a seizure it is times where I was just like I just couldn't function it was like I was so obsessed with him and he was just doing me so wrong like like, he would treat me so wrong. He was so cold to me. He would, like, say some of the coldest, some of the harshest, some of the meanest things. He would treat me so bad sometimes. But then turn around and do something like go shopping and buy me all this stuff. Or bring me all this money. Or get me a car. Or tell me how much he loved me. And, you know, all this stuff. Or he And he always wanted to have sex. Our whole relationship was based on sex. That's all he wanted to do. It was sex, sex, sex. And that's another red flag because, see, you know... The, every time I started wanting to not have sex and every time I would say, okay, Lord, I don't want to, I don't want to live in sin no more. I don't want to have sex no more. I'm going, we, we not having sex no more. I guarantee you he would never come home ever. Like it's rarely times he came home. He came home like very rarely and stayed like he came home a lot to get dressed or whatever to, or eat or something like that. But as far as like coming home, staying home, being home, come home at night, he didn't really do that. But every time I would say to God and myself that I was not going to keep having sex with him and I didn't want to continue to live in sin, I guarantee you all of a sudden he would come home out of nowhere. He would come home. And the first thing he wanted to do is have sex. 
and I would find myself right back in this pattern. And it was like, it was intentional trying to keep me in this place of bondage, in this place of confusion to where I couldn't get out. And so I didn't, I, I started to even notice that. And I, but I kept doubting it. Like, no, nah, no, nah, that ain't, it can't be that. It's just a coincidence, but it wasn't, it wasn't. And what I was giving up, see, I didn't recognize what I was giving up because I didn't see the value in me. I didn't see the value in what God placed in me. I didn't see the value of my purpose. I didn't see the value of my destiny. I didn't see the value of my calling. I didn't see the value of my anointing. But see, sometimes you don't see the value, but other people do. Or sometimes you don't see the value and something else does. And what was happening was the more I continued to be in connection and having sex with and, you know, um, being uh, attached to him, the more I was giving up those things that I didn't even realize were so valuable. And I was losing myself in the process. And that's the most valuable asset you have is you. And so I'm telling you that sex sells. And we don't know how much of our soul we sell when we have sex. Because you create a soul tie. We don't know how, how much of you know our blessings. I know for a fact that I lost so many blessings. I forfeited so many blessings because I continue to be disobedient by ignoring God and, and by disobeying the instructions God told me. And I continue to go back to him when the God told me not to. But it was because I still had that soul tie. And because that soul tie was so strong, it was like he still had influence over me. And I would find myself being happy one moment, literally going on about my business. And next thing you know, I just get real sad. I'll just start crying. I just feel so like uh, just 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 so um hurt and and I would just feel like I did the wrong thing and I made a mistake and maybe God didn't tell me to leave him I would feel just so 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 depressed and I would just be you know just feeling just all of this sadness and next thing you know I would start you know thinking like maybe I need to reach out to him maybe I need to see how he doing and I would go back and open the door I'm going to just be honest. And it wasn't always because of what I just wanted to do. A lot of it was because we had a soul tie. And see, I was feeding off um, of his energy because he was feeling Because he would tell me when we would start back communicating how he was feeling, how sad he was, how depressed he was, you know, how much he missed me, how much he wanted to hear my voice, how much he wanted to see how I was doing. So it was like, I didn't recognize it in the moment, but I was feeding off of his energy because we had a soul tie period. So I just wanted to say that. And again, I can go into um, detail um, about so much that has ha happened in our relationship. So many things um, that was revealed. It's not really for that. It's just to give me for me to give y'all my testimony to give y'all to say this is real. It's not a game. And, and you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You don't want to attach to the wrong person. You don't want to create soul ties to the wrong person. You don't want to do it. You can forfeit your entire whatever the, the amazing, beautiful life God has for you. You will forfeit it being in disobedience, being connected to the wrong person, being uh, having these open doors and allowing, you know, the enemy to come in and to wreak havoc in your life. Like I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I lost so much. I lost so much just being in this relationship just sure because I was attached to him. And guess what? He's still going through to this day. He's still in a horrible situation where he's fighting for his life. He still is having bad things and bad news given to him. He still is experiencing storms and opposition and chaos and, 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 and trouble. He is even to this day. 
So it's not that I'm just trying to make this up. I'm telling you that even though I'm no longer connected to him, he's still going through. And so had I still been connected to him in some way, I would be affected by his storm because that's what happens when you are in a soul tie with somebody. You get you get rained on be, uh, from their storm. So it don't even be it's your storm. You're getting rained on because of somebody else's storm, because what they going through, because of the choices they're making, because see, he was living a double life to come to find out he was living a double life and he was doing a lot of things, a lot of things that I had no idea. And see, I was connected to it no matter what, because we were still in the soul tie. We were still in a relationship. We were still having sex. And then when we couldn't physically have sex, we was masturbating together, you know, watching porn, putting, watching porn in our own minds, you know, doing all of these things. So we still was maintaining that soul tie. And so it was like, I was, no matter if we wasn't physically, um, you know, together, we wasn't physically, you know, able to, you know, be in each other's presence. We still maintained that soul tie because we continued to have, you know, sexual activity and, you know, and do sexual things together outside of marriage. So we continue, I continue to experience things that I wouldn't have experienced. And so it's like, we have to be more careful of what we're doing we have to be more intentional we have to understand what's really at risk what is really at risk when we having sex with a person for a few minutes of pleasure because it don't last that long what is really what are we really selling what are we really giving up and then what are we really getting what are we really getting because not only we giving something, we getting something. Not only was I giving him parts of me, not only was I giving him access to my soul, not only was I, you know, being um, one with him, I was receiving everything that he was attached to. And guess what? He cheated on me so many times. First of all, he got caught a lot of the times. And then we talked about it and he admittedly cheated on me more times than I want to even, even mention because it is so embarrassing and humiliating. But I knew he was cheating because, like I said, he would get caught. So that means now he's sleeping with me, but he's sleeping with other people. And we in a whole full relationship now. Like, and it wasn't a secret. Everybody knew. It was not no secret. We would be out places. His whole, I would be around. I would be around his family. Like, it was public knowledge, okay? he. It wasn't a secret. It, that's not what it was. But he was still sleeping with other people and coming back and sleeping with me. So now whatever they attach to, now whatever they got going on, he bringing that back to me. And I'm like, but this is what I wanted to fight for. This is what I wanted to hold on to. This is what I thought God had for me. It's like, really? Not so. Not so. So sisters, I'm just saying, be mindful, please. Understand you giving up much more than your body when you lay down with a man or woman, whatever your whatever your preference is. Listen, it is bigger than what you think, and you are giving and, and receiving more than you think. And you are you can potentially sell your destiny, sell your blessings, sell your opportunities. You know, you, this is why you ever heard stories of somebody saying, when I got out this relationship, I made the most money. I was the most clear. I was the most productive. I, I, I was able to tap into a level of success. I never was. I was more happy. I had more peace. I had more joy. That's not, that's not coincidence. That's intentional, but it is 
something that has to be done to physically break a soul tie just breaking up with a person isn't enough because again a soul tie is a is spiritual and so you do have to go through and physically um well spiritually sever that soul tie with your words you know with repentance which means turn away stop it renouncing and denouncing it saying you no longer want to be in agreement with it uh, you know confessing and apologizing for doing it accepting responsibility accepting your guilt because you made the choice you did it and asking God to sever it asking you know God you know to loose you to release you you know and whatever however God leads you because again I'm not here to tell you the way God did it for me that means that's how it has to happen for you absolutely not if you are a Christian if you are a believer and have your own personal relationship with God you can go to him for yourself you know if you have a mentor a pastor if you have someone that you trust you know someone that has wisdom if you want to even you know they have information about what I'm saying y'all so y'all know I'm not making this up they have people they have videos like I found videos on YouTube they have them on YouTube they have you have people that wrote blogs you have certain pastors that have done series and broke this down so the information is out there you don't have to take my word for it you can look for yourself however if this is something that you know God has really um, been speaking to you about and this is confirmation I say don't don't delay don't delay go to God you know or do whatever you feel led to do talk to somebody you know and figure out how can you now come out of these soul ties because it's not too late I don't care if you had sex with a thousand people it doesn't matter there is, as long as you're alive and you have breath, it's not too late to undo what you did in ignorance, right? It's never too late, especially if you really want to receive the best God has for you. You want to receive the best life. You want to have that level of prosperity, of success, of happiness that you desire. A lot of times that stuff is held up because of the soul ties and because of these spiritual spouses that are um, created when we have sex outside of marriage and we are sinning and fornicating, you know, then we have um, these spiritual spouses that are in the spirit you know that will hold keep us held up spirit in the spirit and, and it's affecting us in the natural and some of us been praying for our spouse for a very long time some of us been praying fasting we've been you know uh praying uh the 30 31 pray, days prayer for my husband you've been doing all of these things and you wonder why your spouse hasn't come yet you believe god has told you he has a you know marriage is a part of your destiny but yet and still you can't seem to connect a lot of that is just um simply because of the spiritual spouses who we got in covenant with by having sex out of marriage you know, sex out of wedlock and, and fornicating and come into agreement and, and, and forming covenants and attachments with these things. And we didn't know. So, you know, it can get deep and it is deep. And this is, I'm not here to, you know, try to scare anybody or, you know, trying to, 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 you know, um, you know, make anybody feel uncomfortable, but I'm, I'm here to speak truth. And, and the only way you're going to be free is if you if you get the truth so you can get free. It's on you what you do with it. You know, I'm here to give it to you freely um, because this is just what I enjoy doing because I experienced it. I know the danger of it. I experienced, you know, all the consequences of it. I went through it and it's not and it was one of the most difficult, most um, destructive things that I experienced hands down period it just was and it almost destroyed me literally 
and um, I don't want my sisters to go through that. So um, that's all, you know, I'm, I'm just going to end it there. And I pray it blessed you in some way. I pray that it was confirmation. I pray you received something from it. And I pray that you take this information and you don't just listen to this podcast, but you take action. Knowledge is power, but it's only power if you do something with it. Don't sit on this. You know, yes, if you need to pray about it, if you need to get more information, do your research by all means. But I'm telling you, you don't have to stay bound in in these soul ties or with a spiritual spouse or any of that. You can get free so you can walk into the the life that God has for you. You can walk into the to, to the destiny that God has for you. You can be free, you can be whole, you can discover your worth because sometimes our worth is tied up into the people we're attached to. And so it's hard for us to discover it because the people we're attached to is constantly taken away from our value and our worth. So um, again, I just pray that this encourages you, bless you, get you to thinking, challenges you, give you clarity, give you understanding. Maybe it's a prayer, answer prayer, whatever it is. I pray that it, it benefits you in some way. And so I thank you for joining in to this week's episode of the Purity After Promiscuity podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining uh, me this week and talking about um, sex sales. You know, it's a really important topic, a subject that, again, I think is undertaught, even though people are um, teaching about it and giving information and, um, you know, having um, the the information readily available um sometimes we just don't know that the information is out there we don't know where to go um to get it and so um i'm just thankful that the lord could use me and my personal experience and testimony and the things that i've learned the things that i've uh, researched the things that um you know he revealed to me to be a blessing um to others who may not have access to that same knowledge so i pray it blessed you i pray lord that it just um really gets you to um understanding that just because we believe something or we've practiced something or done something um, for so long doesn't make it make it right or true, even if everybody else is doing it. Right. Because a lot of times that's what we think as human beings. We, we reason like where well, everybody else doing it, but that don't make it right. You know, and, and we want to live lives that are really pleasing. Uh, we want to live lives that is really going to um, promote who we are and that's going to add value, right? We want to add value to society. We want to add value to our community. We want to add value to our families. But in order for us to add value, we have to recognize our own value, right? So yeah, so I just thank you all for tuning in this week. I appreciate all of you. I'm praying for you. I'm here to connect with. If you um, ever want to reach out to me and connect and have a um, just a personal conversation, you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at purityafterpromiscuity um, at gmail.com. That's purityafterpromiscuity at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at generanae underscore one. Um, so, and I think you can also leave like a comment or a voice message on um, the podcast itself depending on what platform you're listening on um so please take advantage um, feel free um i am um very uh, uh open and available and i'll do everything i can to help you um because that's the goal that is the mission um and that is what i am here for and so until we meet again just know your past does not define you it develops you and you are worthy